Hi, it's good to be with you. My name's Simon. I'm uh, part of Jubilee Church Teesside and we meet at 9.45 on Zoom every Sunday morning. You'd be more than welcome to join us. Uh, just check out jcd.church forward slash Sundays for all the details and uh, all the meeting ID and all that kind of stuff that you need is on there. We'd love you to join us. You are very, very welcome. This is the talk that I will have done this morning uh, at Jubilee on Zoom. And uh, we are um, going through a series called Pause as we just take time to reflect, um, as each of the elders take time to reflect on uh, something we just sense God speaking to us about as a community uh, that we've perhaps been sensing over these few months um, that have gone past. And today I'm talking about the wisdom of God. Uh, Wisdom. Um, Wisdom is not always something you can say about us humans. Look, it doesn't take long if you look on the internet uh, to find um, um, examples of this, whether that's uh, examples in the workplace or um, examples uh, in our leisure time, um, or maybe even something totally different another time. Wisdom is not always something you can say about us. And over the last few months, we've maybe said you know, um, as, a, as a society, who we think is wise, you know, is it those that have stayed in and not gone out over this time? Is it those who have spent the last month eating out to help out and getting half-priced meals? Or is it those that have not gone out because they've found that their favourite restaurant has told everyone uh, to isolate for 14 days and stay indoors because someone had coronavirus that visited? Is it, is it our government? Have they acted wisely? We make our judgments, don't we? Uh, and for some even, we, we treat God the same. Um, we may say to ourselves, you know, if God exists, is he wise? Could he be wise in all this? Even as Christians, we do that. Where is the wisdom of God in all this that we are experiencing? Um, and as I was um, just working through the book of Romans, the letter to the Romans in the New Testament, a verse jumped out at me. It's right at the end, actually. Chapter 16, verse 27. And uh, you've got Romans, this wonderful book um, with this great theology and wonderful practical guidance about how to live together as churches and, and in our communities. And how does Paul want to finish it? Paul doesn't finish it with, how wise am I? No, no, he finishes it like this. To the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. He finishes it with worship to the only wise God. So how could we describe God's wisdom? Here's one definition. God's decisions about what he will do are always wise. They will always bring about the best results from God's ultimate perspective, and they will bring about these, those results through the best possible means. So this morning, I just want to look at just four things where we experience God's wisdom. And the first one is this, God's wisdom in creation. Psalm 104 verse 24 says, How many are your works, O Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. See, the world is a display case of the wisdom of God, as one author puts it. It's like, you know, if you go to a museum, maybe Dorman's Museum or something like that, and you see display cases showing off finds or animals or rocks or something like that, and they're to kind of display what's been found. 
the world is a display case. As we look at it, we see the wisdom of God and we're meant to go, wow. Even in its being marred by sin, we can say, wow. And over lockdown, there's been an opportunity perhaps for you to get out more and for me to, to get out more. That's to go on more walks or even just to get out in your yard or in your garden a little bit more. I know that's been true for many people and being able to get out and see the wonder of creation, see great hills or, or wonderful mountains or, or even just seeing uh, uh, animals or the smallest of insects flying around our gardens. Creation speaks the wisdom of God. For example, think about this. The honeybee. Uh, the honeybee just has a brain the size of um, a, a pin. That's it. That's how small it is. And yet, it's so amazing. When it finds pollen, it, it will fly back to the hive and it will tell all the other bees where the pollen is. And it will tell them by doing a dance. It will do its waggle dance. And uh, it will do this kind of figure of eight dance. And, uh, that's, and it, it's kind of showing the other bees the direction to go to find the pollen. It will even adapt the dance to change for wind speed. So the, the bees, that when they go out, they don't get blown off course. I mean, how amazing is that? We, we live in a world that says, do you know what? Everything is chance. Everything is just here by chance. That's, that's just chance. Um, but the Bible says creation describes the wisdom of God. How many are your works, Lord? Secondly, we see God's wisdom in rescue, that God rescued us through Jesus' life, death and resurrection. When we deserved um, rejection and punishment from God, we're given rescue. He comes and rescues us through Jesus. This is what Paul writes in the first letter to the Corinthians. Um, He says that the message of the cross is foolishness to the world. He says, but to those who are being called, it's the power and wisdom of God. And again, just like creation, this message of God coming to us in Jesus. Do you know what? It's foolishness. It's foolishness, not wisdom. And, you know, there may be many reasons for that. But I think often the reason is, well, this message of rescue is just, well, well, irrelevant. No, no, no. People will say, no, no, I I don't see that. I just see that actually, you know, if we just try our best, then then that's okay. That's all that can be expected of us in this life. We just need cleaning up a little bit, dusting down a little bit. And we'll be fine as a human race. That can influence the church as well. I know I've used this this statistic in uh, Jubilee before, but there was a, a survey done not long ago in America Um, which found that 87% of Christians agreed with the statement, God helps those who help themselves. Listen, that's not salvation by grace. That's that's just try harder. That's a message of, well, just, just do your best and hopefully it'll be okay. That's a message of karma. That's, um, you know, do good things and then good things will happen to you. Do bad things and bad things will happen to you. That's not grace at all. That's not the message of the gospel. And as a society, we like things that make us look wise, not God. But the cross declares God's wisdom. Jesus, it says in First Corinthians, has become for us the wisdom 
of God. We don't have another message, Jubilee. And uh, we can be confident as we take that message out into, the, into our world, to our friends, to our neighbours, that this is the message. The message that the world might see as foolishness is the message that transforms lives, this joy news of Jesus. Thirdly, we see God's wisdom in the church. This is Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. Paul says, His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Jubilee, through you and I, God is making his wisdom known. Through churches across Teesside, across this nation, across the world, that love Jesus, God is making his wisdom known. His manifold wisdom, it means his varied, his diverse wisdom. It's a word that's used to describe uh, clothes that are kind of multicoloured, um, or it's used to describe a diverse arrangement of flowers. There's nothing plain and boring about the wisdom of God. And listen, all the commentators say that um, this, this wisdom that's being displayed by the church in this passage, it's not primarily speaking about the message that the church speaks, although that's very important. I've just said that in my last point. What it's talking about is it's talking about who we are. See, for the Ephesians, there were these people who had come from different backgrounds, different races, uh, coming together, learning to love and honour one another as community. Who can do that? Only the wisdom of God. And this is a quote from uh, one Bible scholar on this verse. He says, This variegated wisdom has particular reference to God's richly diverse ways of working, which led to a multiracial, multicultural community being united as fellow members in the body of Christ. Our diversity, our, our difference in ages, our difference in uh, nationalities, our difference in languages, our difference in backgrounds isn't because we are clever and have been able to manufacture this. No, no, it's the wisdom of God. And in our world that uh, so struggles with racism and division and hatred, it doesn't have the full answer. It's looking for the answer. What's the answer to this? It doesn't have it. God God has the answer. God knows. And he wants his church to uh, make him known through that answer. See, being a diverse church, Jubilee, will have its challenges. It will be costly. Um, There will certainly be misunderstandings along the way. But through it, we are displaying the varied, diverse, manifold wisdom of God. And God wants to do this more and more with us as a church, I believe. I believe we're only just scratching the surface of this jubilee. Fourthly, God's wisdom in difficult circumstances. Um, You know, we're all facing a difficult circumstance in this pandemic, aren't we? I know some it is impacting harder than others. Some will be facing other difficult situations in life, whether that's work, whether that's family, whether um, that is health. Or maybe it's your asylum case. I don't want to make light of these. These are difficult circumstances. Really difficult. So let's be a church. Let's be a church that believes in the miraculous. Believes in the the God who changes situations. And be a church that believes in the God who is in charge. The God who is in control. 
the God who is wisely using all things to change us uh, more and more into the likeness of Jesus. Listen, we don't have to choose between those two. Actually, do you know what? We can passionately pursue both. Romans 8 verse 28 says, we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. You might be thinking, do you know what? I hear that, but I'm struggling to know that. I'm struggling to know that. I'm struggling to, to see the wisdom of God in, in the situation that I'm going through. Well, I hope this illustration might help you. See, wisdom is one of those things we can ask God for. That's what it says in James chapter 1. If anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask God. But the mistake we can make, though, is making what the late J.I. Packer calls the York signal box mistake. Let me just explain that. He said, if you go down to York Railway, as he may have done in his day, and uh, you stand on the end of the railway platform, you can see the trains uh, uh, coming in and uh, you can turn around on the platform and you can see trains that have stopped for whatever reason and delayed and not going out. You can look into the yard and you can see trains that are being moved into the sidelings or um, trains that are being turned around or, or trains that are being delayed or, or whatever it might be. And you can take a guess on what's happening with all these different trains, but it'd be impossible to say why, why everything is happening with those trains because it's just too confusing. But just outside the station, there is a signal tower, a signal box. Um, it's a building that was, was one of the biggest um, signal towers of its day um, uh, many years ago. Uh, I know it's changed over years. They've made improvements, but I think the principle is still the same because from there, all the trains are being directed and they're being directed into different places. And there you can see where and why trains are being moved. You can even see, in Packers Day, you could see a, um, a screen that would tell you trains even five miles out, why they're being stopped or why they're being brought in um, into the station. You could see everything that was going on. And the mistake is that we think that gaining wisdom from God means seeing things from his perspective, being in the tower. Why things have happened in my life the way they have. That's not the wisdom that God gives, Packer says. God wants us to trust him as we stand on the platform. To trust him, to know him deeper and rejoice that he is working good in our lives. To know that there is one in the tower who is trustworthy and that we can uh, trust our lives to him. That's wisdom for the Christian. It's not knowing everything, but learning to trust the one who does. In fact, it's about walking with the one who has become for us the wisdom of God, wisdom from God. It's about trusting Jesus and walking with him, knowing him more, knowing his grace and his presence in our lives and, and beginning to live out wise lives as he more and more speaks to us and we get to know him. That's my prayer for us, Jubilee that we would rejoice in the wisdom of God in creation, that we would uh, declare this message of rescue in the cross that seems like foolishness, but it's the wisdom of God, that we would experience the wisdom of God in our diversity and our difference more and more as a church, and that we would learn to trust more and more in the difficult circumstances that we go through. Trust that there is one who is in control, in charge, and loves us and is working all things for good.
Lord, let me let me finish by praying. Father God, I want to pray that you might come to us even right now, even as people are sat at home watching this or at work or wherever they may be out and about. Come to us by the Spirit. Holy Spirit, come and fill us and renew us. Help us to trust you more and more. Help us to walk with Jesus more and more in our lives. Help us to draw from him. Help us to know that uh, he is wisdom from God for us. And I pray you take us into every adventure you have for us, um, knowing that you are good and you are working things for your glory and our good. Amen. Thanks for being with us and uh, I pray you have a great rest of the day.